The year is 2053. What does your life look like? How are your finances? Your family? Your friends? Your health? Is your life headed in the right direction? If you zoomed out and projected forward the trajectory that you're on, are you happy with where you're going to end up? Are there things you need to or would like to change about your life trajectory? I keep saying trajectory. Would you like to earn more money? Would you like to be fitter, healthier? Would you like to have better relationships? Would you like people to respect you more? Sorry to break it to you, but if your trajectory isn't currently pointing towards those things, you need to change something. Shumai guys, my name is Dav Morse and I am your host. You are listening to the Life to the Full podcast, the podcast that inspires and equips you to make the most of your time here on Earth. If you want to know how to make a change in your life, then listen up. Life is full of decisions. Some are big decisions. There aren't too many of these. Who should I marry? Should I move to a different country with my kids? Should I change career? These kinds of questions can dramatically change your life, but there are also smaller decisions. What time will I get up today? What should I eat? What should I buy? These are the decisions that will ultimately shape your life. The seemingly insignificant decisions you make on a daily basis are the ones that set the course for where you're heading in life. When I was a child, I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. I could not see life and outcomes with a long-term perspective. I could not see the results of years of consistency. If something didn't affect me in a day or even a week, then it certainly wasn't going to make a difference in the long run. That was my mindset. I see it now in my daughter. When she does things like painting in bed, I say, what if you spill paint on the bed? She'll say, I haven't. Her limited experience is shaping her view in a way which says, because it hasn't happened yet, nothing could ever go wrong. It also works in a positive direction. She'll try something once, like learning the guitar, and if she's not amazing immediately, it takes a lot of encouragement to keep her going. It is something I consciously have to do to point out the things which she can do now, which she couldn't do a few weeks or months ago. Whether it's speaking French or doing a backbend. Now I'm a man, I've put childish ways behind me, and I can see clearer the consequences of doing things over time. I have to draw her attention to the link between consistently doing little things and the improvement which seems imperceptible on a daily basis. It's only when looking back she can see her progress. There are a few things we can do if we want to make changes in our lives, and I've got five tips for you today. Number one, avoid decision fatigue. Humans make around 35,000 decisions per day. Obviously, not many of these are the big, life-changing overnight decisions. Most of them are extremely mundane. What shall I have for breakfast? What shall I wear? Even, have I got time to cross the road now or wait for that car to go past? Most of them are automatic. We decide without even consciously thinking about them. It's a belief held in the scientific community that the more of these decisions we have to consciously think about and decide on, the more fatigued we get to make good decisions. 
So it becomes harder to make good choices the more we have to use our brain to choose the best option, the less able we are of making the right decision. We tend to fall back into default decisions. Whatever's easiest, that's what we'll end up doing, especially when we're decision fatigued. That's why when you find yourself with a minute spare, you'll automatically reach for your phone and automatically go to the same apps you always use to pass the time. Chess, Instagram, Twitter, Angry Birds. Do people still play Angry Birds? Your brain does it without thinking. So we need to avoid decision fatigue in order to make better decisions, in order to make positive changes in our lives. How do we do this? Tip number two, automate decisions. Stop making decisions over and over. Automate them. Before I left my career as a teacher to pursue a creative lifestyle by living off my investments and entrepreneurial endeavours, I used to cycle to work every day. Rain, shine, wind, whatever the weather, I always cycled. It wasn't a decision I had to make. It was a one-time decision. I decided, I'm going to be the guy who rides his bike to work. It's good for me. I get fresh air in the morning. I get outside. I get my body moving. It saves money on petrol and wear and tear on the car. I didn't have to keep making that decision every day. I didn't wake up and think, will I cycle or drive? I'd already made the decision five years ago. The same when it comes to my morning routine, my workout routine. I don't wake up and wonder if I'm going to work out or what I'm going to do. I know. On Mondays, I stretch in the morning, play basketball in the evening, and then go to the gym. Tuesdays and Thursdays, I work out on the turbo trainer. Wednesdays, I go to the gym. Fridays, CrossFit. Saturdays, the long run. And Sunday is yoga. The decision has already been made. I don't give myself an option not to work out. Same with investments. If you have to decide how much to save each month and what to invest in, likelihood is you won't do it. Make your investments automatic. This one is super easy to do. Set up a direct debit or standing order and leave it. With the other two, you can still decide you'd rather not cycle or work out or whatever, but you would have to make an active decision to stop the direct debit, to hold yourself back from investing. And you're just not likely to do that unless there's a really compelling reason that's bigger than, I don't feel like it. Here's a little tip for you. Bonus tip, if you like. 2B. Motivation and enthusiasm are like a wave. They build up quickly and you get a rush of feeling great and you're well up for doing the thing. But then it crashes and you end up like a surfer, wondering when the next wave will come. So, next time you feel motivated and enthusiastic about something, jump on that and make some one-time decisions that will eliminate having to make the same decision over and over again. Set up that direct debit for your investments. Get a dog. It'll force you out of the house even when you don't feel like it. Tip number three. Read Atomic Habits by James Clear. This is my favourite book on habits. If you want to make changes in your life, you'll want to make them into habits. This is how you go about implementing tips one and two. Here are some basic takeaways from the book. We need to reduce the friction stopping us getting our desired outcome. Some people talk about putting their workout clothes out the night before so it's easy to get dressed into your workout clothes. 
Every habit can be summarized in four stages. Cue, craving, response, reward. A cue might be walking to the toilet. As you're going, you get a craving to scroll Instagram on your phone. The response is, you spend longer than you need to on the toilet, and the reward is that hit of dopamine you get when you start scrolling. You can make changes in your life by creating new cues by hooking them onto another habit. Hook the new habit you're trying to develop onto one that you already do. A habit which you already do is cleaning your teeth. Make that the cue for your next action. So if you want to get more steps in during the day, make cleaning your teeth the cue for running up and down the stairs two or three times. So that every time you clean your teeth, you automatically, out of habit, run up and down the stairs. A friend of mine and a friend of the podcast, Andy, uses the cue of his first coffee of the day to pray for his family. You can hear from Andy in the most popular podcast episode, number seven. We get into the power and importance of story and living a life worth writing about. Then reward the new habit. You could give yourself a tick in the box of a habit tracker. You could reward yourself for 25 minutes of work with a five minute break. Whatever makes the process of doing the thing more attractive. Get creative. Tip number four, start small. Keep in mind that some of your changes that you make, especially the smaller ones, will take time to see the results. You're not gonna learn a language in 30 minutes practice, unless you're a polyglot with much experience in language learning, then you could probably give it a good go. It takes consistently repeating the same positive actions over and over. So start with something manageable. Try doing one push-up every day when you wake up, or go running for one minute. You may find that once you've got over the initial inertia of getting on the floor or out the door, you'll want to do 10 push-ups or 10 minutes running, or 30 or 50. It starts with one. And if you do one and you're done, then great. You're starting the process of becoming someone who can make positive changes in your life. Master the art of showing up. Last tip number five, surround yourself with people for whom your desired behavior is normal. Whatever positive changes you want to make in your life in order to live a fuller life, there are people out there living the changes you want to make. If you want to learn a language, surround yourself with people for whom language learning is a fun hobby and not something people think is weird. If you want to do an Ironman, surround yourself with people who are training for one and it makes it normal. That's what I did. My mate Dan had done an Ironman, and I just talked to him about his training, about doing the Ironman, and suddenly it just became a normal thing to do. If you want to think more deeply about theology, find people who want to discuss the deeper things of life. If you're made to feel like the weirdo for not wanting to do these things, then that can be incentive to do the thing. If you want more specific coaching on lifestyle changes, habits, or financial coaching, then you can reach out to me on Instagram. I'm Life to the Full Podcast or David Morse. I'm here to help you with tailoring this advice to your specific situation. 
Also, don't forget you have a chance to win Rob D's excellent book, The Price of Money, How to Thrive in a World That's Rigged Against You. All you've got to do is leave a review and DM me a screenshot and I'll put you in the draw for the prize. That's it for this week, folks. Go and make a change in your life. Peace out.